Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Facebook Live. I'm your director, John Zerflu. It's Town Hall with Mr. Z. And I'm sure happy to see people starting to log in tonight. Um, I've got uh, lots of little bits to share with you tonight, but I have to confess I'm here all by my lonesome tonight. Uh, Dr. O is busy with some other things tonight and had a conflict and uh, politely asked if he could forego tonight. And I promised I wouldn't answer any too difficult science questions until he could be back with us. Uh, he'll be back with us in two weeks time. We'll have one more town hall before we get off to the winter vacation. And so uh, do look forward to that. And if there are any questions tonight that I can't field, I'll be sure and forward it to him and we'll answer them in daily updates in the coming days. I hope you're all having a pleasant evening. We have seen our weather outside begin to turn a little bit colder. And I know we've got some projected negative temperatures coming up this weekend. So I hope you're dressing your kids warmly every day. I do have some information and brief segments to share with you tonight, things going on at school, and of course, update of our current situation. Let me just get a screen up on here for you so that I can share a little bit of that information with you. Um, again, we're in the midst of uh, obviously a difficult time here in Poland with numbers rising, but there's definitely uh, seemingly some uh, more positive trends on the horizon, and those were also discussed uh, by uh, the Prime Minister in his comments last week, and we've certainly seen some of that uh, begin to bear out. Um, but let's talk first about a message that you should have gotten this morning in the mail. Uh, you should have received a board letter from our board chair, Greg Little, and so I'm hoping that you'll take time to read that tonight. Please feel free to respond to that email address if you have any questions or comments or follow-up concerns, and those things will be uh, directed to the board of directors. We also included that letter in our e-notes tonight. There's a link there for you to take a look at it if you somehow didn't receive uh, this morning's message. Uh, but again, our thanks to the board and for their tremendous support of everything that we're doing here uh, to keep school going for our kids and do it in a safe way. And I think uh, Greg did an absolutely outstanding job of capturing um, the board's beliefs and kind of their clear guidance to us, uh, administration and staff, of uh, how we can respond to this and how we can maintain things going forward. So I just wanted to give that a little bit of a heads up. We do have at least some indication that maybe some softening of the numbers are on the horizon. We see uh, charts beginning to show that some of the actions that we're taking, both in the school and in uh, Poland in general are beginning to have a positive effect. And so we're hopeful, uh, it may be a little bit early to say, but some of these numbers are beginning to turn back to the levels we would hope them to move to. And it's amazing how uh, that effect outside of school is definitely being mirrored here in our recent spate of cases, but how we now seem to be uh, flattening that line and coming back to hopefully more normality with uh, more days that we're counting here uh, with no infections in the school. Um, and those that we are detecting, detecting them at a very early stage, given our off-cycle testing, um, to make sure that they're not creating additional infections within the school community. 
want to add a caution about Thanksgiving coming up. I hope everyone's thinking about uh, really making sure that we don't go back to normal. We're not there yet. I want to make sure that everybody's thinking about staying home and following the advice that's being uh, proffered around the world to make this uh, a safe long weekend for yourself and your families. Um, the testing cycle for us will be revised for those that are testing starting on Monday so that we can make it through the vacation with uh, no expiration. So we shouldn't have that expiration problem that we faced uh, with Wednesday's holiday. Uh, but we'll stay on the off-cycle testing after the Thanksgiving break owing to the community circumstances that are still in place. So we'll maintain that um, generally about twice a week testing um, the three to five day schedule uh, that we've talked about before. Um, so that kind of gives us a, a sense of things. Diligence is still recommended. Uh, being very cautious in your exposure outside of school. Um, we're still at a slightly dangerous territory, although I can say that this general region, when compared to other regions throughout Poland, was doing a bit better. Um, not by significant numbers, but certainly a bit better. And, and we're hopeful that these numbers on the screen will continue to head in that good direction. Um, UN Day is coming up, uh, our rescheduled UN Day. Uh, we, we could not pull that together in October when things were starting to spike. Had to scrap some earlier plans in favor of rethinking um, the event and have rescheduled it for next Wednesday. And I know there's wonderful country displays that are developing out there uh, with parents uh, working together and collaborating. And our theme, Unity and Peace Through Compassion, Kindness and Hope, fits the hour and fits the time uh, that we're all facing uh, in this um, crisis environment. Uh, but it's just great to see everything that's being put together out there. And we're going to pull together a live stream assembly for United Nations Day um, next Wednesday. We have it uh, scheduled now for 945. More details will come out um, early next week so that you can prepare for that. And we are encouraging kids uh, to embrace this United Nations Day on Wednesday, the 25th. We're allowing and encouraging uh, country costumes to be worn to school on that day uh, to share with classrooms. And I know teachers at different levels are planning uh, for different things to capitalize on this wonderful event. I wrote about it a little bit in e-notes tonight. So I hope you'll get a chance to take a look at that and, and show how we can still capture and demonstrate um, the diversity that makes up our school with 50 plus nationalities here. It's always a, a, a vibrant connection um, to the diversity that we bring together here at ASW. So uh, not the same as last year and certainly not all the elements uh, that we hope for on a United Nations Day, but my thanks to PTO and to everyone out there who's working hard uh, to make sure we still have something that comes together. Before I move on to the next thing, I just want to remind you that within the Facebook Live, uh, there are links to both the Slido. I'm going to go to that with the questions. So feel free to click through to the Slido and add any questions that you have or vote on questions that are there in order to move them up in the chain. There aren't a lot there right now, and I do feel like I'm going to be able to answer most of them fairly quick order tonight. Um, and you're also welcome to jump over here into the Zoom call with me if you want to talk directly online with me. I'm, I'm here uh, and I'm happy to call on you over here. There should be something on, under the participant window when you're in Zoom that would allow you to raise your hand 
And so please feel free to click on that raise hand button and I'll recognize you and unmute you so that you can uh, talk to me directly in the Zoom room. So please feel free to pop over. There is a little bit of a lag time uh, between the Facebook feed and the Zoom room. Um, so uh, just know that you'll need to mute the Facebook window or close it in order to be able to uh, talk to me over here in the Zoom room. Um, let's go back to the couple more things that I have here tonight. Um, immunization, there's amazing news on this front. Um, thanks to the help of the U.S. Embassy, we've been able to secure vaccine. We have not placed the final order. I know it's a little bit late in the season, but there's still plenty of time between now and heading off to the December vacation uh, to pull off a round of public immunization. If you've been unable to get the flu vaccine and you still want to have access to it, we have a source and we can get it here in short order. We've uh, all but worked out the final details. We're very hopeful that this will come together, but now it's your turn to tell us, are you interested in this vaccine? So please watch the uh, daily update tomorrow. There'll be a special section in it up at the top and it'll have this link that you see on your screen and you'll be able to click on that and tell us you and how many people in your family would be interested in a flu vaccine here at school um, and we'll um, order according to the survey results. Uh, this also means we'll be able to take care of all of our staff who were outstanding when we were unable to get some of our vaccine that we had originally ordered uh, through other sources. We now have sufficient supply to handle everyone who would still like to get a flu vaccine through the school. Costs are an estimate right now. We don't have the final number, but it'll be close to what you see on your screen there. And I've also included the details on which vaccine we're talking about. Um, and and uh, you'll be able to click on a link through to the website to give you detailed information about that vaccine before signing up on the survey. So again, good news that we have the vaccine and that we have an ability to bring uh, the flu vaccine into the school and serve our community's needs, both staff and also uh, general community for families who still wanna get themselves and their kids immunized. You'll be able to sign up. We'll notify you of the details and the dates and times that we'll be setting up to do that. So again, good news on the immunization front. Um, the upcoming holidays. I um, want to just let you know, as I did in my eNotes article tonight, that we're in the final preparation of our plans for post-holiday. Uh, we did confirm that we're not making any changes to our winter holiday on the front side. So all of our dates, our time in school now until the 18th of December will remain the same. Uh, but we are taking our experience from October, we're applying that to post-holiday. And so we are considering some things right now that includes the potential for some amount of time in a virtual school setting while we do return to school testing, an expanded version, if you will, of the October virtual time. Uh, but we're wanting to get feedback from you on this before we make our final decisions next week. So the rolling survey provides an opportunity for you to add a comment there. Uh, and you'll see that tonight and in tomorrow's daily update, the link as usual to that rolling survey. And we'd love to have you fill out that last question of suggestions with what do you think we should do after the, um, the winter break? Um, we also have plans that we're pulling together for after the February break and of course our spring break 
Um, we'll probably follow a protocol there that's more similar to what we did in October that seemed to work well for us. Uh, but the winter break and the extended length of it, we really do want your feedback on that. Uh, we've had some people who've already weighed in and given us comments on that, and we appreciate that. Uh, but I wanted to give a shout out to the community. This is your chance to really guide us as we move towards our final decision making. And then next week in eNotes, we'll roll out the final details of what our mitigation plan will be for the winter holiday. So thank you again for, uh, for all of your input and feedback uh, through that rolling survey. I read all of those and take those to my meetings, whether with the board or with the administrative team. And I really appreciate your feedback and certainly uh, parents, your strong feedback of validation of your confidence in the decisions that we're making and the work that we're doing here. So thank you for that. And, and thank you again in advance for any contributions you can make to that survey and continuing to help us um, make the best possible decisions for our kids and for our staff. Um, there's a, a shout out and I just wanna increase it too as the upcoming holidays um, also speaks to an opportunity next week since we're celebrating Thanksgiving, but also in the, in the spirit of the holiday season, um, you know, thanking staff for their extraordinary efforts um, in the days that we've spent since the October break and leading into it with certainly the significant challenge of things changing around us and making it more difficult for all of us. Uh, but certainly everyone has stepped up to really try to keep things as normal as possible for kids and their education here at school, despite um, the fear and concerns that certainly surround the difficult times that we're all living in. Um, I, I just can't say enough for everybody out there who's giving their all uh, to try to make this work. And, uh, and you know, just the energy and effort that goes into this on a daily basis. Um, please shout out to everybody for everything that you're doing. Um, that's pretty much all I had in terms of presentation tonight. Again, look for more updates on things tomorrow in the daily update. Um, there's lots going on here uh, that we're trying to keep alive and well um, in the face of this challenge. Um, so please just uh, stay with us and, and keep working with us um, as we take these things on. I'm going to switch over to the Slido here. So if you give me just a second to bring it up, I'm, I want to make sure we get to your questions tonight. I'm also keeping an eye on the comment chain here as well. So if there are comments, I'll see those too. Um, let me go to our Slido screen and we'll see what questions we have and we'll see if I can do a good enough job in, uh, in answering the questions that are on board tonight. Um, and again, I'm, I'm, I wanna kind of check over here. Um, the criteria for closing school, I wanna answer Marietta's question and then I'll come back over to the Slido. Um, that was in the letter this morning from our uh, board chair, Greg, and it stays the same is that our, our criteria is really about internal spread, which Greg spoke to, um, so that we maintain that safety level that we're always concerned about. Um, it is about the government going into a full lockdown, which now does, does not seem imminent. Um, and that would be when they restrict transportation and restrict our ability to move around in the city. So um, those are kind of clear ones uh, that we've identified as our red lines for when we would have to go into full virtual school. So um, I think that's really in that letter this morning, Greg did a great job of capturing 
um, the board's belief about where those lines are at and how we would make the decision to go to virtual school. And, and remember, we're switching to virtual school. We're never going to close, but we are going to switch to virtual school if those lines are crossed and if um, a condition suggests to us that we need to do that. Um, so again, that's, that's where we've talked about last town hall and it stays the same now, but I do think Greg was very articulate in the way he pushed that out uh, this morning. Um, so let's go over to the Slido. Has there been discussion regarding virtual learning for the week after break? Yes, and that's why I need your feedback. We are talking about that right now, essentially following a similar format, not conferences, but actual virtual uh, uh, a mix of synchronous and asynchronous time. Uh, along with drive-in testing, possibly one or two rounds of testing uh, during that first week back from the winter break. But again, we're still looking for a feedback loop uh, from staff, from faculty. You'll hear about this in missives in the coming days um, to get feedback from you as well. But parents, especially through your rolling survey, uh, please provide us your feedback on what you think about that post-vacation strategy and uh, the amount of time in virtual school that kind of makes sense to you. And we'll compile that. And again, we're in the throes of finalizing our decisions next week on this plan, um, which will then roll out next week um, in eNotes before we head off to the Thanksgiving holiday. So hopefully that answers that. Um, receiving hybrid, the hybrid students, the same level of education, how could it be improved? We're constantly talking about that every single day. Um, you know, so please know that we're constantly looking at ways to tweak and improve and make it better for our hybrid students and also for the students that aren't really fully hybrid, but are home for exclusionary reasons and want to participate in virtual offerings. There's more kids on those roles now, so um, we're trying to add more to that and understand how we can best serve those students in current times. Uh, we're sitting at about 7% in hybrid mode. And so depending upon the age levels and the grade levels that are involved, we're doing our best to continue to improve and develop those programs ongoing. Um, I will note that in the Facebook chat, Greg has, is there and he just popped in the three key criteria um, that we're looking at relative to um, the school moving to virtual school. So that may help over there. And again, it's in the letter this morning, so please look that up. Um, so that hopefully helps to answer that. Um, Dr. O's not here, and so he can't speak to the current numbers. I did talk with him today about it, though. And of course, I've talked with our other experts, uh, both at the embassy as well as others who are helping us and giving us insight. Uh, again, we're taking the words from the press conferences last week and the data that I was showing you previously um, to suggest that there is some degree of optimism. Um, not entirely, we're still, we still have to wait a bit to see if this is a clear trend, uh, but with the regulations that are in place and with everyone doing due diligence, there does seem to be some positive results. Um, and again, I'm not the scientist here, but, and way too early to tell, but everything that I was looking at today was suggesting um, a moderation, if you will, of the numbers. Um, but again, we're hopeful at this point, not clear, but hopeful, okay? And I think that's what Dr. O would say were he here, um, that there is still a concern about the numbers and we're still monitoring it very closely. Um, 
Um, the okay for school exclusions are really based on, on risk. So please feel free to write to us if you have a question about any exclusion. Um, we can't really go to daily testing. Um, there's nothing that would suggest that that gets us any additional benefit. Um, there is right now a, a primary focus on the off cycle testing that already at twice a week um, kills, I think, progression at a 93, 96% level. Um, there, there's not an additional benefit to the daily. Um, but in individual cases relative to kids, please just write to us at ASW Health and we'll try to come up with a plan that, that works and that tries to minimize that time out of school uh, while we follow and hold to our protocols uh, in order to minimize risk. And the dentist appointment and those kinds of things are not um, necessarily in that high risk category unless they're frequent and unless there's concerns about exposure within those contexts. So a single doctor's appointment, a single dentist appointment uh, was not labeled in our prior conversations as a concern, but uh, frequency is certainly a part of it and, follow, and evidence of following protocols in those environments is certainly a piece of that as well. So if you have, again, any questions about whether it's an excludable event, write to us and we'll definitely respond to you in very short order and help you with those decisions, okay? Um, the clarification here is on travel. So we wish to rent a home with outdoor space for this weekend. Um, no non-ASW contacts. Is this travel on the app? Yes, um, it is still travel. Um, if it's something that takes you to spaces that are not your own or not familiar to you, um, that's where the exposures occur. Uh, again, you can try to be as careful as possible, uh, but there still is interactions. And I have to tell you that our, our, our findings thus far is that the vacations are really where we get hurt. We do see exposure coming back to our community from travel and from vacations. Um, and it is not just common to us, but common to other schools as well um, throughout the CESA region and throughout Warsaw. I'm currently meeting on a monthly basis with Warsaw school heads, and they are commonly reporting that when they're doing their traceback, they're finding a high correlation with travel and with uh, going to areas outside of your home and your general commuting zone uh, to be a, an area of risk. So. Um, we really are trying to put kind of a clear edge on travel as long as we have all of Poland's uh, general uh, regions uh, being listed as red and with a high prevalence of case transmission. Um, there are certainly areas that are worse than others, but uh, really it's just about every area in Poland that's listed as very high in um, in case reporting. So, you know, is there a stop at a grocery store? Is there um, interaction with surfaces from some other group of people right before you? Um, these are things I can't judge for you, um, but our general experience says travel is risky right now. And so we're not ready as a school to say travel is safe under pretty much any circumstances. We have excluded the commuting, even though we're in a risk area because we feel that with commuting, people are taking precautions and they know those spaces well. Um, but it's not 100% science. These are, these are just risk increasing areas. And that's why we're saying take 
the cautionary route and take the time out of school um, before coming back to give us the incubation period and make sure that we're not seeing an infection emerge from that. I don't know if that clarifies or answers the question. That's about the best I can do. Again, write us individually and we're happy to discuss that with you and help assess the situation. Are teachers well protected in school? How many of them working remotely? Um, teachers working from home. We have, we have only a small number uh, that are working remotely. Um, we believe that we're well protected at school, both staff and students, because of the protocols that we have in place. Um, we're doing our best to make sure that the environment here is that safety bubble that we've already talk, always talked about. With the off-cycle testing, we're catching any infections that are emerging very quickly. And as you've seen in the write-ups, um, it has reduced exposure significantly for those um, infections that we have identified. And the mitigation is far less than we might otherwise be doing with, uh, with a broader span of time. So in actuality, and, and we've seen evidence of this in the recent days, we are much more protected in this community and in what we're doing here. Um, but it's not the only thing that we're doing. We're also assessing all aspects of our community to make sure we're keeping um, the, um, the safety protocols as high as possible. Um, in, in terms of remote teaching, those are selective activities. We have a policy and protocol for that for short periods of time. Um, and you know, there's other criteria associated with that. So it's not prevalent. Um, it is only in, in a couple of selected cases and we're supporting those staff members um, and in those uh, remote working applications for um, limited periods of time. Um, so hopefully that helps to answer that. Again, there's lots of uh, um, work that goes into that in the background uh, with administrators and teachers as well. So um, again, thanks for the question. Um, that seems to be it on the Slido. Let me pop over to Facebook and see if there's anything else over here. Um, I'm not seeing anything. Uh, Greg's comment is there, uh, the one that I answered previously. So uh, we may have a fairly short night tonight. Um, um, let's see. Uh, parent survey I shared in eNotes tonight. Marietta's writing here about the parent survey. Uh, teacher survey I'm compiling and um, I'm going to be pushing that out to staff here in the next day or two. Um, I'm writing uh, things and putting it all together and creating the charts and graphs for that. So um, just give me a little bit of time. And I wanted to make sure I did due diligence to the comments in that survey. So uh, I'm pulling um, those last bits together and pushing and getting ready to push that out. And then I'll do a summary for parents as well, probably in next week's e-notes of some of the results from that too. Um, let's see, I think that's it then. Um, in terms of numbers relative to that survey, um, there certainly is some that are calling for uh, virtual school like with the parent community, but there's also as many on the other side of the spectrum who are um, happy with what we're doing. So again, it's a, it's a range of opinion in any survey and um, we're trying to value and weigh that in our decision-making, but also do it based on the science and based on all of the things uh, that we're talking about. 
Uh, Maya's got a question about Dr. O. And again, unfortunately, Dr. O is not with me tonight. So, um, but she's asking about vaccines. And, uh, uh, and I will have Dr. O come next time and talk about vaccines. I told him, I actually predicted that that question would come up tonight. And uh, I know that he's following the research very closely um, and is very, um, you know, kind of like Dr. Fauci, positively um, predisposed to some of the results he's seen. So he's very um, happy to see those results. A lot of the questions now are not so much about efficacy of the vaccine because the data seems to be supporting that. It's really more about rollout and timing and logistics and when in, in, in the future we will actually see vaccine being readily available. And of course, parents, you need to be thinking right now about your decision-making that will come eventually about getting the vaccine for yourself and for your family members. I know that that's uh, this next question that we're gonna have to address uh, in communities is um, uptake of the vaccine and willingness to you know, um, have the vaccine and, uh, and be confident in the results and in the safety of the vaccine. I know that that's uh, going to be a conversation. So next week, definitely we'll bring uh, Dr. O to talk about the vaccine and make sure that's on his list of things that we'll bring before you. Uh, again, not next week, but the following week. So I'll make sure he's on the schedule for that and then he can join us and talk about that, okay? Um, I'm not seeing much else here in terms of questions. Is there anybody that wants to jump over and join me in the Zoom room? Happy to have you here. We're just about 30 minutes in. It'll be one of our shorter uh, town halls, uh, but, uh, and I'm happy to stick around, but it looks like we've exhausted the questions right now. Um, I'm just really happy to still be able to have this time. We've got about 60 of you or more out there um, uh, uh, watching. Uh, it's always been a wonderful opportunity. I can feel your presence on the other side of the screen. Um, and it's really important for us uh, to continue to find space for these opportunities um, to talk about what we're all facing together. I know it's challenging. I, I feel it every day myself uh, and holding up to this challenge and uh, dealing with the fear when we're all out there on the front line every day. I mean, there's so many that we could thank. Uh, staff, I've already said, I really appreciate everything you're doing. That includes support staff, all those people I've talked about in the past, purchasing. Um, but in particular, I think our nursing staff needs another shout out uh, for everything that they're doing on the front line. And I sit right next to them. Sometimes I'm up there helping with uh, getting people filling out their forms before they do their testing, um, organizing people who are doing the re-entry testing in the morning. Um, and I'm side by side with them and they're just a wonderful crew, both the people from Epixpert as well as our own nursing staff. Um, they're just working really hard to make sure that we have that front line fully intact. Um, and also the security staff, you know, the ones who are running uh, the temperature sensing at the entrances and making sure that they're doing due diligence to kids as they come in and assuring that protective factor, making sure that they're washing hands, having them take hats off or pull hair up so that the temperature sensors can uh, make sure they get a good reading. Um, everyone's just doing an amazing um rounds of due diligence on this to make sure that we do everything possible um, to protect the bubble and protect the environment here and, and do it in, in the most appropriate ways. And so uh, it's working. 
It's working because we're detecting the infections before they become a bigger issue for us. We're protecting the school environment. We're protecting learning. Um, the kids also need a big thank you and a shout out for the wonderful job they're doing of keeping things going. I had a middle school MUN meeting Monday night. I'm running an activity uh, that I ran last year, and we had a marvelous debate on COVID-19 kinds of things that'll probably be in the Model United Nations debate platforms. Um, but it was also just good to have them all there in their masks and notice how everyone is just doing an amazing job of protecting each other as well as uh, themselves um, in the context of our protocols. So it's really, really brilliant to see how we as a school have taken this on and how we've survived what in this last couple of weeks may be our toughest challenge yet this year. And, and we seem to be coming out of it um, with, uh, with a high degree of success. I know that it doesn't seem that way when you see uh, the number of infections, but that was inevitable. And I think we've, we've kept it at a minimal range compared to what it could have been without the protocols in place and the extended times that we might've found ourselves in in virtual school had we not had um, these layers in place. And, and again, it takes everyone contributing to that. Everyone is a participant in that. Everyone helps to make that work. I wrote, um, I'm writing in, in the daily update tomorrow. We did have an, a, a case today and you'll read about it tomorrow. It's one that didn't impact the school too much because parents had made quick decisions. And, and this case was one um, that was in a family where they quickly contacted people. People were making decisions even before we had to intervene and, and protecting the school community. That was their mantra. And I just wanna say, Parents that are, are stepping up and, and calling us and, and keeping their kids home when there's any um, question mark in their minds or concern, um, and then contacting us to resolve it before sending their kids, you're protecting the school, you're protecting the community, you're, you're stepping up to that challenge in the same way that staff and all the people here working are doing. So thank you for that. And thank you for your attention, for your due diligence on all of this, uh, whether it's here in the town hall or through the questions I get daily in response to the daily update, um, you know, all of that is welcome. And I, and I think um, it's a testament to ASW and how we stand apart from everyone else in the way in which we tackle these kinds of big things and, and make them work uh, for, for the kids we all serve. And again, walking around the school, having the kids say hello, connecting with them, and then seeing the learning in their classrooms, it's all worth it. It is all worth it in what we're doing. Um, so again, thank you for this tonight, and thank you everyone for coming out. Um, it's uh, really uh, been a wonderful experience with you. We're going to take uh, amazing learnings from this and keep growing and developing in our ability to tackle the big challenges. And I look forward to continuing to work with you on this day by day, uh, right up until vacation and into next semester, um, until we all have a vaccine in us or until we see uh, the, the demise of this virus. Uh, and, and hopefully we can uh, do that in short order. Um, thanks for being with me tonight. Thanks again, as always, for your attention, for your questions and for your contributions. And so with that, I think we will, um, and Maria, thank you. Yes, reminder again about uh, um, 
UN Day next week. Look forward to the details coming out shortly. And thanks to all the parents and everyone. Celebrate the diversity. Celebrate who we are. Um, celebrate being a warrior. With that, I'm going to take you to the exit music. Have a wonderful evening, and we'll see you again real soon. <laughs>